Hi, everybody. This is Krishna. And this is the introduction call for the Mutuality and Relating with Awareness. That's a week-long course that Sandra and I will be teaching through IAM. And the course takes place on November 15th to 22nd. Tuition support is still available for the MRA course, MRA for short, as long as it lasts. So the sooner the better to sign up. Uh, and there's also um, an extension of the early bird discount to September 15th. So just want to thank you all for coming on. And um, Sandra? Hello. Um, <laughs> Hi, Krishna. Sandra here. Hello, everybody. Just um, letting you know I'm here and eager to speak with you about this course. I'm very excited about it. It was lots of fun to help Krishna create it, and we're really hoping to share it with um, people who don't usually choose the mentor-teacher training track, especially. So we'll, we're open to speaking more about this and um, opening up the invitation for your serious consideration to joining us. So I think Krishna wants to say more words about the specifics, right? Yeah. So um, I guess... Uh you know, this is just going to be a taste today, of course, about what the course is about and why we think it's so important. We really feel like it's the kind of course that's, especially now what we're going through as a community together, the teaching here can be very healing and feels like it's going to fulfill a real cultural need that we have now. So this course is an opportunity for people to come in in person over time in a discreet, protected way for people to practice mutuality together. So I just realized something. I'm getting a signal. I'm wondering um, if everybody who hears my voice can press one on your keypad. It'll just let us know that everybody's hearing me. Wonderful. Thanks so much, everybody. That's great. So, I want to emphasize that we're going to have a lot of exercises in this course. It's going to be a lot of practicing, a lot of doing. There will be a lot of tools. There's structure. And there's a lot of material to teach on the course. So, we wanted to... Um, make this practical. And um, we wanted to make sure it was open to everybody, regardless of whether you were in the second birth or not. We'll be picking up on the AMS course, and we're going to be grounding. So what we taught in the AMS is going to be kind of in a grounding and expanding and modifying it so that it's doable for people at every level. It's open to teachers and mentors that are, um, uh, you know, it's going to be open for people who are teachers and mentors who are more advanced in the course, and it's also going to be uh, grounded um, It's going to be grounded in a broader perspective. We've... we've We've never actually taught a course like this, to be honest with you, because in the past, the courses were either very 
strung on curriculum like the AMS and the DSL and were for people in the second life who were particularly for people who were training as mentors and teachers or more sharing courses where people would be in mutuality circles and share and connect that way. In this case, it's the first time where we're really opening the deeper teachings to the whole community. And it's more of a training than anything that we usually do with people who are not in the second life. So this is an opportunity for you to partake of what we've traditionally given out at the advanced courses. And you can have a taste of that to see how it sits with you. Of course, all the people in the course won't be in the second birth or on the teacher track, but you're going, it's going to have many of the same elements. The DSL and the AMS were made specifically for people who want to become mentors and teachers. Now, it's always been true that the people who are not becoming mentors and teachers can take the AMS as well. But to really understand it, you need to be in the second life. So there's a real way that the AMS goes, and the DSL, go very deep, but they're also kind of narrow or focused. This course will be, well, let me just say that it's narrow and focused. What I mean by that is because it's, you know, they were created for something very specific, for people to have the skills they need to be mentors and teachers. On the other hand, the MRA is deep and broad because it's addressing a larger group of people. The MRA goes just as deep as the DSL or the AMS, but it's broader and it covers more things that are pertinent to the entire community and to anyone wanting to practice relating with awareness and mutuality in their life. So a lot of what we learned in the last few years about what mutuality can and can't do and relating in the context of the larger community has been incorporated here. That's why we're inviting teachers and mentors to take it with us as well. So the DSL and the AMS are deep and focused and the MRA is deep and broad. All of these courses have a lot of curriculum, a lot of exercises, a lot of teaching, a lot of dharma, a lot of understanding. They aren't simply sharing time. They are trainings, but there's a plenty of time for sharing as well. And the nature of the teachings, always in dialogue, always in group conversation with plenty of interaction, plenty of exercises. So it's not simple, a simple lecture. It's not like something that you could get on a download. It's not like something you could get uh, on a video download or an audio download. This is very interactive, very alive. Anyone who's done an AMS and a DSL knows that each one that's done is so unique because the people who come make all the difference in the world. There's, a, there's an alchemical... Um, kind of a catalytic kind of um, creating of a new field with every new group of people. And the questions that you have and the problems that come up and the challenges that come up um, are unique to every group. And this course in particular, because it's about mutuality in particular and relating with awareness, and because it's actually... Like I said, it's broad. It's not directed toward becoming a teacher or a mentor. So what it is focused on or directed toward is how to solve problems between human beings, how to connect with each other and work things through. So we have this language, mutuality and relating with awareness. And... Um, what we mean by that is, um, you know, very specific things. Mutuality is actually a kind of relating with awareness from our perspective. You may find yourself asking, well, what's the difference between mutuality and 
relating with awareness. Um, and at times it sounds like there really isn't that much, but we wanted to broaden out that perspective and honor the fact that our relating, our awakened relating, can change even when we're not um, with our waking down community meetings or with waking down friends. So the way that we relate to people can change outside of the context of our community. Over the years, a lot of people have asked how to do mutuality with folks who have no interest in awakening, no interest in embody of embodiment or spirituality at all. The truth about that is that it varies. And sometimes you can't do anything that's actually very mutual with folks. Yet you can always relate, even if only from your own side, from an awakened disposition. And the interesting thing is, I say relate, um, relate from an awakened disposition, that doesn't even mean that you need to be awakened. It's a particular disposition, a particular kind of openness that can be taught. That's maybe a little bit more easy or natural to people who are awake, embodied, but anybody can do it. And that's what we mean by relating with awareness. We're always doing relating with awareness when we're doing mutuality, but we're not always doing mutuality when we're doing relating with awareness. It's a larger context. So there's a special kind of alchemy that can happen when two or more people are committed to awakening, dropping down, and mutuality. That goes even deeper when there's transmission in the midst of that commitment. And it's even deeper when one or more of the people are in the second birth or in the second life. It continues even further in that direction in the more mature stages of awakening and the deeper the agreements and commitments that are made. So this is something that we found. These agreements, commitments, all part of the deepening process for greater safety. We want to point out that just as mutuality is a spectrum, when everyone is committed, even so, it's true that relating in awareness, which includes mutuality, is a spectrum as well. So there is, there is something to do, there, is, there are tools, there's a way to apply yourself in mutuality or in relating with awareness, even if the others are not awake. So we'll be talking quite a bit about how to open up and be with people or in all sorts of places in their own lives. And we hope that this will help you bring forward what you get from waking down to the rest of your life and your relationships, as well as deepening your own ongoing explorations in mutuality in your local waking down communities. A big piece of why we feel this course is so important is, you know, this is a training. And right now, there are so many groups, peer groups, um, that are out there without any teachers. And they probably won't have teachers much of the time for, you know, maybe the foreseeable future, maybe always. So being, being trained in this if you're a facilitator, is really important. Um, what we, uh, over the years, have realized, and you know, always kind of always knew, but um, actually, the need to make it more clear uh, is more pressing than ever. Is that mutuality circles are not the same thing as mutuality? It's like you know, everybody getting into a circle and giving each other time and listening. It's great, it's fantastic. We've used it for years as the means to start the process of opening people up to the transmission and to mutuality and to dropping, and it, and it really works quite well. But it's never meant, been, you know, it's never meant to be the whole process, and it certainly isn't the whole thing of mutuality. 
it has to be practical outside, you know, waking down has to be practical outside of that. You speak, I listen, I speak, you listen. It's really great. I mean, it's helpful. It's training you in very basic foundational ways. But in the midst of conflicts, in the midst of ongoing relationships over time, that's really where the rubber meets the road. And it's not as though it's a cure-all, certainly. Mutuality and relating with awareness isn't. Everything doesn't always work out wonderfully. But there are so much, there's so much untapped potential that can happen in the community and among individuals as a result of being able to go further with each other outside of the context of, um, of a mutuality circle um, or even a, of a mediation. But just if two people are able to be in mutuality together and go deeper and deeper, um, we feel like the, if, if everybody was able to, or most of the community was able to do that on a deeper basis, that things would run themselves much better. Um, so I guess that's all I got to say for, for now. Um, it's 6.47. Sandra, um, I'd like to open up to take questions on the phone, but I also want to give you a, a chance. Did you have anything you'd like to, um, to add to that or anything at all? Okay. Um, well, I loved everything you said. Thank you very much. It was very good. The only thing I was thinking while you were speaking was this word awareness, relating with awareness. And I have learned over the years that keen awareness, uh, attention and focus on awareness both inside and outside with self and other is really the greatest key to ongoing spiritual development. And so I think just to add, all I would add is that um, the training is about refining your own capacity to receive yourself energy to receive your uh, even fleeting insights, your perceptions of the other out there, and um, just like becoming more naturally attuned and acute at awareness in general. And that does require, I think, being with groups of people who have that as a focus. And so I just, mainly I'm adding awareness of your own state of being so that you can find the right words to put into your own state of being to communicate and so that you can find the right words in your own whole system to be able to reflect other people's communication back to them and I mean that I think that's a very important thing, awareness itself. It does not really happen in isolation. It, although we have to take ourselves apart a, from time to time and commune with ourselves, but it really happens in the spark of the other being there. That brings up the energy, that brings up the capacity for awareness. And um, so I guess I think that's what this new level of offering is about. It's about, um, somebody used the word, you did probably, structure. It's a kind of structure because I think people need to be offered something against which they can listen and reflect and measure their own reactions, their own responses. But there has to be an op offering. So it's not just opening up the mic and you do your thing, you know. Right. It's like something is offered and there's a chance to reflect your own state of being against it. And that's what we're doing. 
we have a lot of structured offerings. And I think it's a new kind of experience. It more completely honors what you might call both the masculine and the feminine aspects of our work. So that's all I wanted to say. Thank you. But, that's great. You know, okay. Yeah. But maybe uh, others have questions or would like yeah, to make comments I, at this yeah, point. Yeah, I, I just wanted, now you got me going for, for a second more. I just wanted to say thank you okay. because, you know, I, you know, just to be candid with the people listening, I mean, Sandra and I really worked hard on this course, and it's really got a lot of material that is so important, I mean, from our perspective, really, really important. And um, how to convey that and put it across is not that easy. And she just did, I think, in, in some ways. Um, this gives directionality, it has structure, it's honoring, um, it, 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 like, what to do next. Well, this is a what to do next. Um, how do I uh, um, really get the tools and the nitty-gritty um, in the dirt um, practical tools of mutuality? That's that's that. So I thank thanks so much for for yeah, bringing that forward. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So um, if anybody has any not only quest questions about the course, but questions about what we mean by mutuality or comments um, about the course, because I know there's, we've talked to other people about it, what you think um, the course might do or ask questions about what it might do or any comments at all. Um, we would welcome that now um, by pressing one on your keypad. Good. Who raised their hand there? Tini, I see someone's raised their hand, but I can't see who. Can you see that? Marcia? Marcia, yeah. It's Colin Martha. Hello, Mike. Hi, Marsha, you're live. Oh, good. Hi, um, it's uh, my husband, John, who has a question. He's sitting here with me. Great. I would like to know more about the exercises that you refer to. Could you give some kind of examples? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, would you like to give uh, an example of an exercise? I'm going to give uh, an example in a few minutes of the type of exercise we'll do. I would call it a kind of guided contemplation. That's what I'm calling it. And we are going to do uh, dyads where two people sit together and one speaks and the other listens and then they give feedback and then they have more conversation on particular subjects. You know, it's not just a wide open field, but on, on the various topics, uh, experiences in mutuality, <clears throat> um, successful experiences with relating to others and glitches in relating to others and sharing that and going more deeply into it, filling it out, uh, very often in a small group or a group of two, and in guided meditations. I don't know. Is that too general? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a, well, yeah. I think that's great. Um, guided meditations, dyads. Um, then there's going to be, you could say, um, in dyads where there are certain questions coming up, discussing in the big group, what would you do in this situation? What would you do in this situation? Um, we're going to be doing um, pretty extensive guided meditations. Yeah. Um, 
I guess that's a, this, it's as general, if we, we could get very specific, then we then end up actually teaching them here. But that's, um, there'll be exercises where we have you do particular kind of visualizations or um, leading you through with kind of mechanics, the mechanics of attention in the self-other field. Even, uh, even where to place your attention when you're having a conversation, depending on what's going on. Um, what the effects are of, your, um, of where your attention is or how expanded or contracted it is. Uh, tuning into your emotions as you're speaking and guiding people through that. Um, Mm, exercises, um, yeah, there we go. And then there's, then there's short exercises having to do with psychological issues like the drama triangle and things like that that we do together. Does that, um, does, does that work for you, John? Does that make sense? Well, yeah, that, that fleshed it out quite a bit. Thank you. Ah, good, you're welcome. Yeah, we'll also be doing some exercises with, uh, where people break into small groups, like four or five people, and they work together on topics and with each other, um, you know, discussing things and creating something together and then coming back into the large group to share with everybody else. So it's going to be mixed up quite a bit, a lot of um, different things. Thanks, John. Anybody else have any questions? Joanne? Joanne, you're yeah, thank you. Excellent. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm really intrigued with the sound of this course, and you may have, uh, I hit my one a little bit ago, and you may have answered this partially already, but I'm particularly intrigued with this notion of balancing healthy feminine and healthy masculine, and Sandra spoke to it just very briefly, so I'm wondering if either or both of you could say a little bit more about that. So, Sandra, you want to? Yeah, I would say one thing is um, we tend to think that when we share ourselves, we should just go down in the gut and share our emotions only. And the real integrative process is to feel your emotions and find good words, good language for them. And the most integrated state is to be able to, you know, speak your emotions in words that communicate and notice how their impact is on other people. And at the same time, maybe even have tears in your eyes. So you're, you're thinking and feeling and speaking at the same time. And that's quite an art, you know. But we're going to have some exercises that have to do with learning to split your awareness so that you become more adept at knowing all the parts of yourself that are coming into play and taking the time to communicate them a little bit more fully. So that's what I mean by masculine and feminine together. And, and offering a structured process is masculine, but it gives the self the space and the freedom to kind of like free associate within that structure. So that's another example of masculine feminine together. That's great. great. Thank you. That's helpful. Mm -hmm. Good. Yeah, there's also... I, I would um, also say in terms of masculine and feminine, there's, um, there's the balancing between us as individuals and speaking our individual truth and being in touch with ourselves as individuals, and then us as the field, and kind of, um, well, being with the paradox of being both of those simultaneously, so that the kind of given overness to the field or to the we space, if you will, is also balanced by um, really 
um, standing in your own integrity and speaking your truth as you experience it. Um, so the idea of each individual speaking the truth and not merging into the pot of going along and simply creating something together, but rather one sp person speaking the truth, another person speaking the truth, and holding and respecting your truth is your truth and my truth and my tr is my truth. This is what mutuality is based in. Everything else can happen from there, but that sort of individuation is um, essential. So that's another balancing of masculine and feminine. And that's so just so I'm clear, are you saying that the individuation is the masculine part and the, and the holding the whole field or the we space is the feminine? Yeah, I'd say so, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay, all right. And so. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of, a, you know, the tribal and communal, um, uh -huh. you, know, you know, kind of surrendering of the ego, um, and then the, um, you know, speaking, standing in your ground and speaking your own truth, and the kind of excesses, because there's a kind of excess on both of those when when this isn't clarified and we're not holding both of those. So it's sort of like it's really beautiful to be part of the, the, the tribal or the communal space, the we space. Um, and it may be easy to be open or confess um, when you're given over to a group, especially if you're not going to see them again or if you're not going to have to deal with them on a regular basis. But if you're in a real relationship, ongoing, and you have to work with people, and you have to co-create with them in real life, in real time, then you need to have both your individuality and the sense of relationship with the field, with the we. You need both. That way it doesn't devolve into a cultic kind of thing. Um, at the same time, you know, if you're simply being in that individual space, you can, you know, that aggressive kind of, this is my truth. That goes overboard then, too, if you're not um, being aware of how it affects the other and being connected to the other. So, yeah, that's great. Oh, good. Well, thanks so much. That's good. So, is there anyone else who would like to share or has a question? We have Victor. Very good, Victor. Your life, Victor. Yeah, yeah. I uh, my questions are um, more logistical. Where is this going to be held? Um, it is going to be. It's going to be in California. Yes, it's going to be in San Rafael, and um, you've done the okay. AMS and the DSL, so it'll be in the same space that that is. And you can check. Um, all the details are on um, awakenedmutuality.org, the website, and all the details. Okay. Thanks. Great. Mate. Thank you. And anyone else? Well, um, Krishna, maybe we should give some time to this exercise, and then we can Very come good. back to questions. Okay. Excellent. Yes, most definitely. Okay. Well, we would like to give you a taste of the kind of exercise, one type, uh, which you uh, might do on this course. And you've done these types of exercises before, but you know, when you are in a group of people and there's um, kind of that being buoyed up by people who are kind of looking for the same um, material, looking at the same material, then it, it's, it has more power probably than if you try to sit and do it yourself. And also the, um, the voice that's speaking and is cre creating the structure is the holding tank. And you can let your own, then you can let your attention have more play in your own internal life. 
So I'm just calling this making contact with your relating self. So we're talking about relating with awareness, the aspect of you that is actually continually relating and hoping, uh, you know, to have more and more awareness with this relating. So this is going to take maybe about 10 or 15 minutes, and I just ask you to settle in if you aren't already and uh, to feel that you can keep your spine straight and your feet in contact with either the cushion or the floor. And um, you can take a couple of deep breaths, slow with awareness and just tuning in to your breath, feeling your body expanding and contracting in a natural rhythm of breathing. Centering in this sense of your whole self in awareness. So this is a short contemplation. Contemplation has a slightly different meaning from meditation. It, it just can kind of remain, it means that a subject is offered you and you can gently return to that subject, kind of as if it were a mantra or a, a touch point for orienting yourself. So the contemplation is, a, is right now, what is up for me around relationship? What is up for me around relationship? So I would like for you to kind of like let yourself gently coagulate around this question, not diving deeply into the depths of it because it is very important for all of us, but sort of begin by playing around the outside edges so that you get a more comprehensive or general sense of what is up for me around relationship, coming in from the perimeter. Maybe you can just sense how much of your being is involved in relationship. That's a subjective question, but let yourself feel it. How much of your being is involved in that? Pursuit of relationship, coming and going in relationship. Just sense how much of your being is committed in relationship. And from time to time, I'll just repeat the whole question in the form of one word, relationship. And that's the key for you to allow yourself to touch into the topic again and then let your um, senses and your mind and your feelings kind of like freely emerge around that topic. So the instruction is to track yourself and also to keep settling down and bringing your attention to what arises as you orient to that idea, relationship. In other words, just take note, just note, notice fleeting thoughts, maybe partial pictures, any memories, any little events that might have relationship content as they come and go through the field of your awareness. Just keep taking note 
and gently returning to the idea of relationship. So, relationship and this kind of contemplation builds your muscle for more and more refined awareness, which contributes to the value of your life. Another reminder is that the mastery of relationship begins with and requires a knowledge of yourself, your ability to sense and speak and include yourself in a continuous give and take with others. So I'm just going to say the word again, relationship. As you begin to connect with your relating self, sense any overall mood for you around relationship. This is probably something rather subtle. Maybe it's an overlay. Maybe there's a general feeling of love or even other kinds of qualities, burden, uh, trapped, lack of freedom, or support or not support. Or not much concern, no problem. Or even not enough, not enough, too empty. Not enough happening. Or not clear about this matter of relationship. You're sensing any over, overarching kind of governing sentimentality about relationship. Too limiting. Too sad. Happy and joyous. Wonderful and warm. Mm, difficult but worth the effort. So just for a moment, let your idea, let these general sense of yourself and relationship float to the surface. If you lose your focus, Remind yourself of the topic, relationship. And as you consciously touch into that again, your being will continue to bring things forth. It might even bring forth blank. Blank, nothing. That's something. So a little bit longer, allow your sense of relationship and what is up for you, allow it to surface. Noticing all kinds of associations with relationships.
relationship around family, work, partnership, around living situations, village, city, country, children, animals and pets, environment. All of these are objects in your relationship field. So breathing softly and letting go a little more deeply and just staying with the contemplation again. Relationship. Who is in your heart? Who is in your mind? Who is around the edges of your awareness? Who is carrying, who are you carrying with strong concern? Breathing softly and relaxing even more. So let's say that you have observed this flow of information, impressions, ideas about relationship. Now, I would like to invite you to take a step back and Notice what your inner relating self is feeling about or commenting on in regard to your relationship field. What is your meta comment about your relating self? That's another level, you know, another subtle level of I don't know, um, assessment, judgment, um, hopes and fears, um, kind of like, how do I take myself as a relating person? So just noticing that level too. So we're coming to the end of this contemplation, but I would just invite you one last thing. The people and situations in your relationship field which have made the greatest impression on you right now, take a moment to acknowledge those. Acknowledge the person, acknowledge the situation, and like you're not leaving that, but you're you're giving it a uh, a place, and you're setting it aside for now, where you can come back later and get into it more deeply. So set it aside like you you've created a file now. These are the important people and situations, and. Set that file aside, like maybe putting each one in a picture and setting it aside and telling yourself, 
these, these relationships all matter to me. And let each relationship know this, tacitly know that you are holding them, you are with them, you are contemplating them and your relationship with them. So this is a way to begin to get awareness and maybe a little bit more clarity on what you want to move forward on now. So maybe the last question for you would be, do you have a sense or an idea of what is needed here for you and relationships, your general state of engaging relationships? Do you have a sense or an idea of what is needed here for you and relationship? So just half a minute to kind of summarize that for yourself. Okay, so take a breath. Reorient yourself to our conversation together and come back in our room together. And we thought to ask you if anybody would like to make a comment after going through this exercise or share anything they may have discovered or anything like that. Just for a short add-in, if you care to. And if you do, push 1 on your keypad so your hand will go up. Okay, I see one person, two people. Cynthia's mic is live. Sorry, I was on mute. Cynthia, go ahead. Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Hello? Oh, yes, good. we hear you. So, so, thank you, both of you, Sandra and Krishna, for this introductory call, and I'm going to be joining you for the course. Um, but I'm just curious. I notice, I'm very curious because I notice when I do exercises like this and also when I interact with other people, my own personal issues can get triggered and come up. And I'm wondering in the course about what people working on their own individual things that come up, if there's going to be space for that when the focus is on the interactive in the exercises. Well, both can happen at once. I mean, that's a very important focus for the course is like feeling, speaking, addressing, and if you need to have uh, even further, you know, processing to kind of work out the time to do that, yes, of course, that's very important. Um, yes, and, even, even, and, in your, and yeah. even in your small group, there'll be time, because there will be small groups in the afternoon, so there'll be um, a lot, you know, there'll be this sort of thing in the morning, um, and then small groups in the afternoon. Great. I noticed that in my life, when my stuff, when my own stuff comes up, it's really hard for me to then relate to others with awareness. So I'm glad to hear that, that both will be part of the course, because I need to learn how to hold the one and still be open to others. Beautiful. That's yeah. that's a workout of relationship throughout our lives. <laughs> we yeah. certainly will have that. <laughs> that we can't escape that in this course either. We really want that to be Thank the you. capacity. Thank you, yeah. Cynthia. We really want that to be the capacity that's worked on, truly. So oh. waking dimension, bringing that to the mutuality at the same time. We have one more. There's Matilda. 
I just wanted to say Can you hear me? Yes, yes go ahead, Matilda. Um, I just wanted to first of all say how beautiful that exercise was. Um, I I would just so love to come to the course, but um, I can't afford it, and I'm in Jordan at the moment. So um, I was so grateful to have that taste. Um, but one thing that I'm noticing, and I've been talking about this in mutuality groups, is that when I'm coming into uh, mutuality in awareness, um, there's, what, there's a couple of things. One is that, uh, and it came through today very strongly, that a lot of, um, I need a lot of space at the moment to work through very consciously the, what's going on in my field and in my body and in, um, and I suppose um, being a long way away from anyone, it's giving me that space. Um, so I was, but I'm also fine, I, and I'm, and I'm um, generous with that and, and so um, green lighting it and, and so that I can maintain neutrality but I'm also realising I need to be processing because it's so acute at the moment, like it's so strong, everything's so strong in all interactions. But another um, area that I'm noticing is that I'm, my field's growing so that I'm not just becoming aware of, say, a relationship, but the environment, the, the bigger context of the environment from which that relationship is set, I, I guess. And maybe it's because I've changed the environment and you know, I'm in a different field here to my home field, but I'm finding that I'm really feeling that broader um, sense of the, the field and space of the context in which the mutuality is taking place. So I just wanted, I wondered if you had a comment about that at all. I would just say lovely. Of of course, you can't help but be a part of the context, the environment, the location, and the particular culture where you are. And that's a big cultural shift. So it's going to be quite clear and in your field really big in a big way, and it's going to make a big difference. And I think it's an opportunity for a great enrichment, but sure it would mean, you know, that you do need to have a place where you can hold it and speak it and work it. Anyway, yeah, this is good. This is, this is a you. big reason why people like to travel and meet people from other cultures and, you know, put themselves in a place where they're challenged. That's the learning is rich then. Yeah, good. Good for you. Thank you. Thanks for your um, med uh, not meditation, contemplation. Sure, you're welcome. Good. Well, thank you, Sandra. You're for welcome. Giving us that taste. Giving us that taste. Thank you so much. Sure. So you have a sense. So we have a sense of. Um, what sort of, you know, one of the kinds of um, exercises we'll be doing. And um, I just wanted to say that um, before we go, is there anything left to say, Sandra? I have a little bit I want to say, but I wanted to ask if there's anything you have to say before we go. Um, no, I just really hope that you will come to this course and, and help us initiate a kind of new type of, you know, expression within our own group and uh, I think it will be very exciting and I think it will contribute a lot to this moment and enrichment and better skills and you know more awareness anyway I, I've been very excited about it and it would be wonderful to have you come all of you if you can <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
thank you. And, um, yeah, well said. So before we go, I just wanted to say thank you for coming on to the intro call. And um, I really hope you'll, I just want to ditto that. I really would love to see all of you come and really hope you'll come. Um, just want to say that this, you know, we did a lot of, we, there's a lot of content in this. There's a lot of exercise. There's a lot of material. And it's all stuff that we felt was really, really important for the whole culture. So it's jam-packed. And this course is also going to be a space where there's a lot of deep work that can be done and that will be done. But also I wanted to say that with all of that, my own sense is that it'll be a lot of fun and a good place to connect with people really deeply over a whole week in many different kinds of situations that bring out a lot of different aspects of each other. So with that, I just again would love uh, to invite you to go to awakenedmutuality.org and sign up for the MRA, the Mutuality and Relating with Awareness course. Thanks so much, everybody. Take care. Yes, everybody. Thank you very much.